Praise You, Lord, is a Catholic Christian praise and worship radio ministry. Hi, my name is Jeffrey Zagaria. Please join us as we give praise, honor, and glory to our loving, awesome, and merciful God. He is loving, and He is merciful, and He is awesome. And we like to welcome you to Praise You, Lord, the underground independent Catholic Christian radio broadcast brought to you once a week by the grace of God and by the power of your prayer. And today we are broadcasting with Jackson Messick, Skyping in. How are you, Jackson? Hey, good, Jeff. How you doing, brother? Doing great. We're looking at each other on Skype. And, uh, and so this is the first time in a while we've actually had just a pure video behind the scenes. I guess you could say we're doing video or we're practicing with it we're experimenting with it and we may release it and i we may not release it i don't know where this is going yet but it's could go go. (laughs) very well said could go either way so you're listening again to the underground independent catholic christian radio broadcast and we are in episode number 153 jackson boy the episodes go fast 153 and jackson and i have been praying about some uh, direction on this program. We believe that the Lord has led us into a few concepts and and scriptures and uh, a few things that he and I have been uh, uh, experiencing because our three pillars of this program are as follows. One is testimony, two is thanksgiving, and three is praising the Lord. And the concept is by giving testimony, about what God is doing and has done and we believe will do in our life, uh, by doing that, that helps us to know who to thank and gives us a platform of thanks of thanksgiving. We're remembering these great things God did inside our life and how he's taught us, how he's led us, how he's delivered us, how he's you know brought us back to life even, uh, how he's healed us, how he has guided us, how he has been merciful to us. He's done so many things in our life. So we're 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 sharing stories about what God has done in our lives and giving testimony. What does that mean? That means that we're basically telling our story of how when we surrender to the Lord, how he helps us. And that's the first pillar. And the second is the thanksgiving, as I said, and then the third leads us into praise. And we were, you know, if you listen to the bumper music, which is called Praise You, Lord, it's a song I wrote many years ago. A hurricane blew, literally blew the roof off of my home in South Florida. And I left without a roof. I left and I headed back to the Boston area while I waited for another location to be able to live in. And that was a long, that's a long pretty incredible story. I was in the building when when the roof came off my home. When I when I got up to Boston, I didn't have a guitar. Now that's an unusual thing for me. I almost always have instruments with me. I had nothing. I I I bought a guitar, got a great deal at a at a guitar shop. They were very good to me and listened to my story and actually really helped me get a guitar with very little money that that is professional and um 
And then I ran into this uh, Catholic priest who was doing a retreat in Connecticut, and he asked me to do praise and worship at this event for the weekend. And I went and opened up on the first night, which was a Friday night, and I was in front of this big congregation of Catholic brethren in Connecticut and began to lead praise and worship. And what I recognized was that most people in that congregation and in many congregations were not used to singing and praising. They were more used to listening like a concert. And that's when I began to realize we really need to learn, including myself, what's going to please God? What is praise and what is worship? And and so that's what that song's about. And in the song, in the bumper music, you will hear, teach me, Lord, to praise you. Praise you, Lord. Give me grace to praise you is the chorus. Praise you, Lord. Teach me, Lord, to, you know, teach me, Lord, to praise you. So I've, mm-hmm. I feel like for 153 episodes of this now broadcast called Praise You, Lord, that we've been doing for about five years now, I am learning a lot. He is answering that prayer mm. and that request. I went on the next day on Saturday, and I, I sang that song, and I taught them it. And the chorus is helpful, I find, because what it's, it's getting people to do is recognize, gee, I don't know, how, how am I supposed to praise the Lord? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, let me ask you, uh, listener, do you, do you feel like you're confident? You know exactly how? God likes to be praised. Do you know how? Do you know how to praise God? And um, so, is praise just music, or is it stomping our feet sometimes? Is it getting on our, on our knees? Is it raising our hands? Is it clapping our hands? You know, is it is it is it speaking about Him in in, in a in a story, a, in, in in a loving way, in a expressive way? What is praise exactly? So a lot of times when people think, praise you, Lord, they say, well, where's the music? Well, that's a great question. <laughs> yeah, where does the music fit in to praise? And I think yeah. that's a question we could ask ourselves. Jackson, that's that's how that song came about. Years later, I was asked to do this radio broadcast, which is now a podcast, and now is on 20 radio stations. We've been doing it for about five years. And little by little, the Lord's been leading us. We're doing a lot more testimony, and then thanksgiving, and then praise. And I I really am excited to get back to praise in music. Very powerful. We're going to talk about that. We have some plans for that. But any thoughts on that, Jackson? Yeah. Um, I, I Well, I, I mean, I think it's a good point, Jeff, because when the, you know, when this, when this started, when Praise You, Lord, got up and running, mm-hmm. uh, for, for I, I mean, many, many, many of the episodes, I would say, it was it was incredibly musical and it had a lot of musical praise and worship um and i do think it's interesting we and i know we've talked about this that over time it's become um more of the format like we discussed when we started up again really you know and at the, at the uh, beginning of this year um testimony leading to thanksgiving leading to praise and um and i i i think it's an important I mean, I mean, I th- honestly, I think it's an important reminder for me. Um, also, that that really at the heart of praise is um, at the heart of praise and worship is a real 
surrender a real um, encounter with the Lord. Amen. Right? Very well said, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, and I think, um, you know, we know that experience through, through experience. And, um, and that's what testimony is talking about. Like you said, right? It's your story. It's a story of the encounter that you had with Jesus. It's, it's the, the story of your life with Jesus, of, of, of walking with Jesus on a daily basis. Um, and, and I think, you know, as, as much as we, um, as powerful as praise and worship music is, praising in a musical way is, um, we also can't forget that the, 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 real, the real core of praise and worship and what it means to worship the Lord and um, the power of testimony. Yeah, well, I'm, the, the book of Revelation reads that we will conquer by the blood of the Lamb of God, who is Jesus, as you mentioned, and by the word of our testimony. So testimony is very powerful. This is how we conquer in this battle of good and evil. We do it through the word of our testimony, and that means true testimony, not false testimony. Unfortunately, we live in a time when we hear a lot of false testimony. This happens a lot in court. This happens a lot in newspapers. This happens a lot in many ways and places, and and we had a a broadcast not long ago about lying. And I think that would be a good one to review if you're interested in thinking about false testimony and the, and the dangers of giving false testimony of, of lying and how that can really injure us personally when we get involved in lies and how we can get hamstrung by the devil, by, by these enemy forces, because lies are a trap and they can be tempting because we might feel like in the short term, it's going to get us out of a situation. But long term, you know, lies are, are really um, basically the father of lies is the title of, of the devil. So we don't want, as Christians, as Catholics, we don't want to have anything, of course, in common with him. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Okay. okay, now today we're going to be speaking about a few things. I guess that was one of them. I didn't... Did we even plan for that one? I'm not sure. But, okay. So we have a potpourri of, of, of things to speak about today. One of them that, that came up um, is that Jesus instructed us believers to love our enemies. Mm-hmm. He even says for us to, to uh, pray for our enemies, to bless those who curse us. And I'd like to ask you, the listener, if you're doing what Jesus says. Are you, are you praying for your enemies? Now, are you forgiving your enemies? Do you have enemies? Do you think you have enemies? Some people say, I don't have any enemies. And I think to myself, well, that's an interesting statement. Um. How do we pray for our enemies if we don't recognize our enemies? 
you know, how can we do with what Jesus said if we're not recognizing who are our enemies and who are not our enemies? So that's something that we're going to speak about. We're going to read what Jesus said and comment a little bit on that. Jackson and I felt like that could be a whole program, but we didn't feel led to dwell on that, but just to bring it up. Now, remember, we're only on once a week by the grace of God in one hour. So this this broadcast is more to help people, I believe, think, to help them think and encourage you, listener, to think and to, and to remember how great God is and think about him in your own life. This is not a four-hour uh, broadcast every day of the week. This is, um, we do the best we can to get this out once a week. So we try to touch the surface of concepts that we feel that the Lord is leading us to and try to um, uh, not teach you about it, but to share with you Mm. what we found has happened in our own lives. So we're going to be speaking about our own lives, and that's called testimony. The, another point we'd like to speak about is wisdom. Um, do you consider yourself as having wisdom? Have you ever wanted more wisdom? Do you think you have wisdom? Do you think you can get wisdom? Where does wisdom come from? Can you get wisdom in a university? Can you get a degree in wisdom? Can you take an online course and obtain wisdom? We're going to speak about wisdom and what the Bible teaches about wisdom. What is wisdom for? Do you know what wisdom's for? We're going to speak about those things. We're going to speak about, with God's help in this time period, um, current events about what's happening with Praise You, Lord, where we've been, where we are, and where we're praying about where we think we may be going, you know, or at least being led to go. And then, uh, and then finally, another thing we'd like to cover today is praying in our work spaces. Jackson and I are going to share about praying in our work spaces and what has happened when we pray and what happens when we don't pray. Do you pray in your workspace? Have you ever prayed in your workspace? We're going to be sharing uh, the results of our prayers because of God in our work places. Did I cover everything, Jackson? Sounded perfect. Wow. That's a lot of stuff. It takes half a program just to explain what we're going to talk about, Jackson. <laughs> we're halfway through now. <laughs> well, before we even got there, we, we started speaking about praise. I know, I know. So that was like an added thing that we didn't expect. Okay. All right, let, let's, let's start at the top of the list. Is that okay? Perfect. Jackson, can you read the scripture where Jesus says to love your enemies and pray for your enemies, etc.? Yeah. And cite that scripture, please. Sure. So this is Matthew 5, starting with verse 43. This is Jesus speaking. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? 
And if you salute only your brethren, what more are you doing than others? Do you not even the Gentiles do the same? You, therefore, must be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Thank you. That's uh, that's Jesus. And was that on the... What was that citing? Was that from the... Sure. Right after the Beatitudes, I think, right? It, 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 is this part of the Sermon on the Mount? It, it, yes, it is. It, it's, it's actually part of the Sermon on the Mount. Okay. Yep. So again, and that was Matthew, Matthew 5, verse 43 through 48. Matthew 5, verse 43 through 48, for those yeah. of you who are listening. And um, you can read that and study that on your own if you want, if you feel led to. But we're going to be speaking about that for a couple minutes here. Um, you know, I, I, came, I came across this scripture, Jackson. Mm-hmm. I don't know how several years ago, many years ago, like within the last twenty years, and I maybe maybe more, and I realized, wait a minute, no, I'm I I really I I want to be a Christian. What does it mean to be a Christian? In my opinion, do what Jesus said. That's what try try your one's best to do what Jesus said. That makes you a Christian, which is wonderful. Because, you know, what's great is all of our denominations have the same New Testament and the same Gospels, and we all have the same words of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we're all trying to do what Jesus said. And so on a personal level, I would read what Jesus said, still do, and I reflect and I say, okay, Jesus says this. Do I do that? Have yeah. I been doing that? Did I used to do that? Have I ever tried to do that? Have I been ignoring that? And I begin to look at my own life and try to figure out, hey, am I doing what Jesus said or not? Yes or no? Am I doing what he said or am I not doing what he said? Did I do what he said and maybe I don't do it anymore? Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe I forgot about it. Maybe I didn't realize it. So when I read this one time, years ago, after reading it many times over the years, it popped out at me, and I realized, wait a minute, am I doing that? And I realized, well, to do this, I must recognize who my enemies are Hmm. in order to do what Jesus says. To pray for my enemies, I must know who they are. How do you pray for your enemy if you don't know he's there? Or if you have one, or if you, you know... So I began to ask the Lord, you know, who are my enemies? And the Lord has shown me, you know. And uh, Jesus said that, you know, many will persecute us who follow him. If they persecuted him, they will do the same to his followers. Now, I'm paraphrasing that, but that's, that's in the Scripture, right, Jackson? Yes. So, um, so are you blessing those who curse you? I'm asking you, listener. Are you... I ask that to myself, and I think it's something I just feel led to bring up to the listener of Praise You, Lord, because this helped me a lot. It has helped me a lot to know who my enemies are and then to know and try to remember to pray for them, okay? So Jesus does not teach us to have vengeance. He also doesn't teach us to not protect ourselves. 
There's a big difference between praying for your enemies and being wise. I'll give you an example. Look at King David was persecuted greatly before he became king. It's a long story of God's anointed, a man after God's own heart was terribly persecuted, correct? Mm -hmm. He becomes king. So you can read that. That's for those who know that story. And, um, And so he's a great example. He has a few opportunities to kill Saul, but he won't touch Saul because Saul is the anointed of God. And, of course, Saul eventually is, is taken out, so to speak. Um, I have come to realize that uh, when I leave room for vengeance of the Lord, as the Bible says, I have seen very, very horrible things in season happen to my enemies. Now, again, this does not... In my experience, in my opinion, in all my reading, doesn't mean that I lay down my arms, I don't protect myself. I mean, we have jobs. You're a dad, Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a, yeah. uh, I have my responsibilities, and we have our responsibilities for ourselves. We have, you know, there's a big misquote in the Bible which reads, thou shall not kill, but really it's thou shall not murder. I remember looking at my grandfather and many of my relatives. My grandfather was in the army, in World War II, he was in the division that sacked Berlin. Ninety-something percent of his whole troop died sacking Berlin to take right. out the Nazis. He, he survived. It's a miracle story in itself, but different story for another time. And I thought of my grandfather, how wonderful he was. And, of course, you know, he, and he was involved in the infantry, and, and, uh, and he, he was involved in, in artillery. And um, <clears throat> I thought of my grandfather, my uncle, who flew so many missions in the Air Force, uh, all these war heroes in my life, and I said, wait a minute, they killed? Did they, did they, was that a mortal sin? No, the church does not teach this as a mortal sin. We are protecting our country. And yes, so there is a time and a season for everything, according to the scripture. There's a time for war. There's a time for peace. And, you know, if someone comes to hurt your family, Jackson, my family, or any of the listeners' family, you know, we must protect our children. We must protect our women. We must protect our country. This is called piety, actually. It's a word we don't hear much. Piety. Mm. Love of one's country. And, uh, and so, um, so we're not speaking about that. We are speaking about praying for our enemies. So we have a, we're in a season where I think this is important. I believe the Lord wants to bless us, and if we do things his way, his way is better than any of our ways. And so that's something I wanted to discuss. Any thoughts on love of enemy um, and praying for, for our enemy or oppressor or whatever? Yeah. Well, that, I mean, first of all, that was really insightful to me to Jeff, something I, I, until I heard you speak it, I never really thought about was the need to, to know who our enemies are in order to be able to, to, to do what, what Jesus is telling us. And, and something else that, that I, I feel like the Lord is really speaking to my heart was, um, 
was when you said that you, you had intentionally um, made an intentional prayer to ask him to help show you who those enemies are. Um, that That is not something I've ever personally done, but um, I, I'm definitely going to, you know, be speaking to the Lord about it um, because I, I think it's, it's crucial. I mean, and, and obviously we know we're under, we're under his protection. Um, we're under, under the shadow of his wings, but, mm-hmm. um, but, but I, I think we can, if the Holy spirit shows us who we, who we need to be careful around, um, we're, we're much better able to protect ourselves and protect those around us who, um, the Lord has ordained we protect, right? Just like you were saying. Yeah, absolutely. Our, our, our responsibilities okay. as that's right. As uh, as countrymen, as fathers, as brothers, yep. as sisters. Speaking of sisters, you know, I've been traveling around, Jackson. You know that. The listener would know that. I've been in a lot of rural areas of our country. I'm actually kind of scouting out a potential place to live in the future, or at least part-time. I love the country. I love it. I really do. I just lo- I love our country, and I love being away from the city for you know a season. I could completely see myself you know retiring in the country. So, um, and I I I'm I'm always practicing my uh, all kinds of things. I practice baseball, but I also practice my marksmanship with the um, different uh, different. Um, tools that I have for different types of scenarios, right? I have a, I, I use a bow, I use a knife, I use a shotgun, I use a rifle, I use a pistol. They're all different tools for different scenarios. And I'm working on my hunting skills as well. I would love, I mean, my dream honestly would be to only eat meat that I, <laughs> that I personally collect, however that may be, or fish, and as well as, uh, as, as vegetables and so on. That would be like a wonderful diet. You know, last week we were speaking about health and taking care of one's body. There's nothing more natural than eating hunted meat. Of course, I, I stay up on the laws we're taught as Christians in our Bible. We all have the same Bible to honor the law of the land. Mm-hmm. And I, I do my best to keep up with what those laws are and live with on, in the confines of those rules. And we have plenty of them. Maybe too mm-hmm. many. It's hard to keep up with it all. I mean, but I try to stay up with it. And uh, so, yes, yeah, so I, I'm taking time to get better at that. Uh, one of the things while I've been doing that is I've been noticing the incredible marksmanship of the American woman. I mean, out in the country, I have seen women that can shoot like, I mean, if you haven't seen it, you wouldn't believe it. They are really good marksmen. And, by the way, grandmas, too. You know, the country's different than the city. You know, it's the country's different. We live in a big country with all kinds of different people. And uh, it's, it's really a remarkable country. And we have different cultures, and we have different types of people. Well, 
when I go out to shoot in certain places, I'm pretty much guaranteed to see, guaranteed to see grandmas and young women and grandpas, and it's a it's a and it's a really nice time. People are so polite, and it's a nice family atmosphere, and uh, you know, just everyday average people, um, who might be farmers, they might be, I don't know, they might build log cabins, I, I don't know, they might be, whatever they do, doesn't matter. People in the you know people who live in this these communities, and uh, it's been a it's been a, such a pleasure to to experience that. Wisdom. Uh, we're going to speak about wisdom. So the Bible speaks about wisdom and does so very eloquently in Sirach 1. The whole of Sirach 1 is like, I read it and I just get blown away every time I read it. Um, Jackson, perhaps you might want to, could you read Sirach 1? Okay, this is Sirach 1, starting with verse 1. I think I might stop you at verse 1, because that's a big one. Go ahead. That's fine. <laughs> just, just a warning. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. All wisdom comes from the Lord. Okay, stop. <laughs> Let's back up. That's that's a very important sentence. Say, Can you read that again? Yeah, yeah. You, you didn't even let me get to, to, to verse 1, part B, Jeff. <laughs> well, listen, we've got to make sure we get part A before we go to part B, my friend. Ready? Yeah. All wisdom comes from the Lord. Okay. So, what wisdom comes from the Lord, listener? Jackson, what does it say again? All. Ah, all wisdom comes from the Lord. Okay. So, if you have any wisdom, it it comes from the Lord. It doesn't come from, from me. It doesn't come from Jackson. It doesn't come from praise you, Lord. It doesn't come from your pastor. It doesn't come from your president. It doesn't come from Albert Einstein. It doesn't come from your professor. It doesn't come from your mommy. It doesn't come from your grandma. It doesn't come from the smartest person, whoever that might be. It doesn't come from uh, anywhere. It doesn't come from a course. You can't take a course on it. You can't get a degree in it. It comes from where? Can you read it again? All wisdom comes from the Lord. (laughs) <laughs> you have a good job man i i like your job <laughs> i love my job you can't be wrong man you just read the scripture i mean that's, that's like the job right there right you're like it's it like a, it's a it sure is. thing so, it's a sure thing it's like hey can you read this and then you read like man that dude smart listen to yeah. the words coming out of his mouth all it's wisdom like, it's like there's no error in everything he says that's right all wisdom comes from the lord that's right Jackson, right. I want to tell a test, tell a story. I yep. earlier in my Christian walk, very early, mm. uh, I had read the scripture. I don't know if I was a Christian yet, but I was a believer in God because I surrendered to the Lord. I told this story in other episodes, and you can listen back on the podcast on that and hear about that incident. But this is a addition to that story. And there are many additions because there are many stories I have about what the Lord has done in my life, as Jackson has many as well. And so I read the scripture from the beginning of the book of the Bible to the end of the Bible. And the reason I did it was because of, funny enough, the word reason. I reasoned and said, wait a minute, I've been Catholic pretty much my whole life, left the Catholic Church, 
started to come back. Not sure how I feel about it, but I feel like I was led there because of the mother's influence in my life. Having a hard time with Jesus, not understanding how could he be God and man. That was a tough one. The whole, you know, I wasn't 100% there. I wasn't, and I'm not, I, I want to, if I believe, I want to say I believe. I don't half believe. I don't believe in half belief. Either I believe or I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not sure. But that's better than saying, yeah, well, I believe, and then you're not sure. Well, then you don't really believe. Come on. I mean, that's the way I saw it anyways. So I said to myself, all right, well, I believe in the Lord. I heard his voice. He's helped me. I believe in the mother. She's helped me. I don't understand how it all works. I just know that the father is helping me with the mother. I could the whole concept of all of the all of the things about Jesus being 100% man, 100% the Lord. His body mm-hmm. turns into a piece of bread you can put in your mouth. I mean, this is this was very hard for me to to get. It took me a it took me a while. Mm-hmm. And I had so I had the first time I had read the Bible from front cover up uh, from front cover to the end of it. And I did it because I reasoned. I said, wait a minute, I was Catholic my whole life. I came back, and you know what? If I believe in this book or not, it's ridiculous that I have not read this Bible. Mm. It's the most famous book in the world. It's the best-selling book in the world. It's the most quoted book ever in history. It's the most important, even if irrespective of religion, to just to be fairly educated, I should have read the Bible by now. I was thinking in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm going to read this Bible. And I did. And I understood the stories, but by the end of it, I basically came to the conclusion. There's some nice stories, but I was pretty much bored when I read the, book, when the, when I read the Bible from cover to cover the first mm-hmm. time. Well, the second time, for what, I don't know, I think I, I could have been reading this scripture very well could have, because this this uh, book of, of Sirach in the what we call the Old Testament, and it 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 always struck me. You know, it's like it, like the Psalms and like um, Proverbs. This is a, this book really made a lot of sense to me in my early days. It's it's very practical. It's a lot of practical uh, things that I can apply. I find that I even still can apply to my life. Very direct. Mm-hmm. Right, and so, um, so at any rate, at some point, I realized, yeah, wisdom, and I don't know how. I think by the grace of God, I made a decision. I'm going to ask God to give me wisdom. I said, Father, please give me wisdom. I prayed for wisdom, and do you know? I picked up the Bible and I couldn't put it down after that prayer. It was a complete miracle, and I continue to read the Bible. I was so touched by the scripture, uh, and the and and the words of the Bible opened up to me in ways I've never seen them before. After that prayer, so that's really mm-hmm. I believe a testimony of, of of wisdom and God answering prayer and me going to the source of wisdom. If a person mm-hmm. wants wisdom, you have to. It's best to go to the source, and He will give you wisdom. That's been my experience. And what is wisdom? Wisdom was there before the world was created, according to the Scripture. Mm-hmm. You know, do you have a problem? Well, wisdom can help you out of that problem. Does the country have a problem? Wisdom can help the country out of the problem. You know, does, does your family have a problem? Wisdom can help your family out of the problem, because that's God's wisdom. 
it's like the it's like the key that unlocks a lot of doors because it was there before everything. And it's there that the Lord will give it to us when we ask for it. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I, I completely confirm this. About, about two hours ago, um, I was listening to uh, a homily from uh, Bishop Robert Barron, and um, it was on a it was it was on a gospel reading, maybe uh, maybe even a couple months by now, um, and it was talking about Solomon, Jeff. Um, it was it was the first reading for that particular Sunday that he was talking about. Um, sure, and and I. I I don't want to take too long on this, but I think it's worth. I, I, no, I take your time. It. Take your time. Thanks. I mean, I, I pulled it up because, um, I, I mean, I, I thought it applied to this so well. So it's it's. I'm looking at the first book of Kings, in chapter three, and this is when Solomon is is praise praise to the Lord and 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 here's what he asks. So so the Lord. The Lord meets Solomon in a dream, I believe. I'm, gl- I'm glancing over. Yeah, it's in a dream. And and when asked what what he would desire, Solomon's response is, Lord, give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, mm. that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? Hey, but hold on now. Hold on. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Discern between good and evil. Earlier in the broadcast, we were speaking about praying for our enemies. We mm. need the discernment between good and evil to know who our enemies are as well. That's right. exactly right. Yeah, and then that's very interesting. Yeah, uh, Solomon hey. was known for his wisdom. Very good. This is yeah. powerful. And, Can you back yeah, up? Yeah. I want to hear that again. For sure, for sure. So this is, yeah, this is First uh, Kings chapter 3, verse 9, when Solomon says this to the Lord. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? And then in verse 10, this is how the, this is, it says, it pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. And God said to him, because you have asked for this and have not asked for yourself a long life or for riches or for the life of your enemies, but you have asked for yourself to have understanding to discern what is right. Behold, I now do according to your word. Behold, I give you a wise and a discerning mind so that none like you has ever been before you and none like you shall arise after you. I give you also what you have not asked. I'll give you both riches and honor so that no king shall compare with you all of your days. And if you will walk in my ways and you keep my statutes and my commandments as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your days. And then Solomon awoke, and behold, it was a dream. Yeah, that's that's powerful. Very good. And, and and let me, wait, wait a minute. Now, you're saying that you actually listened to this today? 
uh, uh, excuse me, a, a sermon by this bishop today. It was today? Uh, two hours ago. You're kidding. Oh, see, that's God, how, right? How awesome is that? Yep. Now, yep. Jackson. And, and so, yeah. Yeah. And Please. I mean, I got I to testify to that. I mean, I was on my way home um, uh, from, from work. And and I asked I asked the Lord what what he, he how he wanted me to spend the next half an hour, um, and I very clearly on my heart felt like I was supposed to go into the sermons. I scrolled back right to I mean like, this is a couple months ago. I scrolled down until I saw that, um, and it, it was a uh, it was the the whole the whole homily was focused on wisdom. Oh my um, goodness, that's amazing. That was the that was the, the scripture they were talking about. So I confirm this, Jeff. I think you're right on the money. Well, I, I, um, I opens, uh, I knew I wanted to be in Sirach. I felt, you know, I'm working through Sirach, but kind of with Bible roulette through Sirach. And I opened to chapter one. I've already read, reread. I've read the Bible. I don't know how many times. It doesn't matter. I, I'm not counting. I feel the Lord showed me a long time ago. I feel like he said, don't count. So I don't. But uh, just for the record, I read this, try to read scripture every day. And I have been for about 29 years. So, um, so it adds up, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. So, uh, so today, um, you know, it was random, if you will, but not, you know, kind of random. It was definitely random. No doubt about it. I ended up in chapter one Mm. and I read this, it touched my heart and I've been praying all week on what to speak about what the Lord wants. Cause I thought of a lot of things maybe I wanted to speak about, but I don't want to speak about what I want to speak about. I want to speak about what he wants me to speak about. Yep. And I know you share that uh, you have the same heart as I do, Jackson. You want to do the same. We want to serve the Lord and serve his people. That is obeying the command. That is basically all the law and the prophets are under two commandments, loving God and loving neighbor, right? So that's, you know, that's what Jesus taught us. So yep. we're, we're trying to do that. You know, we're trying to do that. And um, it's hard. But we're trying, and yeah. I think by the grace of God, I, I I can say this: I can be thankful that I'm much better than I was 29 years ago at it, Amen. and uh, and I'm getting better all the time by His grace, and by you know getting up and trying to uh, be better at it all the time, and be, having a uh, 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 asking the Lord for forgiveness, but also remembering to forgive those who. Who were, you know, just like the Our Father, where to pray for those yep. who have heard us as well. And that's kind of what we were speaking about before is at the beginning of the broadcast. So yep. thanks for sharing that. I would do, recommend Sirach 1. We have a lot of listeners that are not Catholic. That would not be in your Bible if it's not either a Catholic or Orthodox Bible. Uh, Jewish Bibles won't have the book of Sirach, and most Protestant. Bibles will not have the book of Sirach. It was in the Christian Bible for, well, hundreds and hundreds of years until, you know, I don't know. I mean, that's another story. But the point is, is that um, I, to my understanding, it was found in the, uh, by the way, in the, in the um, scrolls at Kumaran. There was a big archaeological dig, and there were some questions on which ones belong in the Bible or not, and if they were in the original Hebrew. And I think it was found in Hebrew. If I'm not an expert on it. I did read a lot about it. That was 20 years ago. So at any rate, it's a very powerful book. It's really blessed me. And, of course, we are broadcasting to 20 Catholic radio stations by the grace of God. 
And on that subject, unless there's more about wisdom that you feel like we need to. Yeah, I, I well, I guess one, one quick thing I, Please, I would say. Take your time. And take I thought, your time. Well, I thought this was an interesting point. You know, when uh, the Bishop Barron was discussing when he was talking about this, he was like, you know, he. Be, and it's funny because I, I looked up the pod. I mean, the the podcast I was listening to, and he titled it, "What do you want?" And I thought, that oh, was that's an interesting question. What do you point? want? And his, and his question to reflect on, right? Is he was like, I like that. Put yourself right where Solomon was, and the mm. Lord asks you, "What do you What do you desire?" Yeah. What What do you desire, and how would you respond? Right? Would I mean you look at Solomon's answer? But how would you respond if the Lord asked you that? And He says, you know, another thing to reflect on, and and I thought this was a great point also, is He says, you know, because you have not asked for riches or for a long life for yourself or for uh, the life of your enemies, right? That I, that I will give you this. And in fact, I'm gonna make you more wise. I'm gonna make you more wise than anybody before you and anybody after you. Mm. Um, and, but then he adds, I will also give you what you did not ask for. I will, I will give you riches, I will give you honor, um, that no king will compare with you all of your days. Um, and if you walk in my ways and in, in my commandments, I'm, I will lengthen your days also. Um, and, you know, what did, with that wisdom that the Lord gave him, it, it put him in a position where if he has, if you have wealth, but you also have discernment, you can use your wealth wisely. Very good. Yeah, that's a great if point. You have, if you have honor, but you have wisdom and you have discernment, the honor will be kept in, in a, a, a proper order. Intact. Right? Intact. That's exactly right. Um, uh, Length, length of length of days, right? Part of what Solomon had asked for that the Lord said he would give him was that wisdom so that he could govern people and discern between good and evil, yeah. right? That he would live with discernment mm -hmm. and, and live with uh, a, a wise and understanding heart through life. Yes. A long life he was going to have, right? Yep. And, um, and I thought that was a really powerful reflection, right? That The way that wisdom... When the Lord gives us wisdom, how um, that wisdom helps us in every element, right? And 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 I oh, almost yeah. picture moderation, yeah. maybe, right, is a word that's kind of sure. on my heart. Like it helps us um, m moderate everything, right? When we have that discernment on how to how to use our gifts, how to spend our time, who to spend our time with, correct? Um, who who um, who might do us harm, like we were oh, talking yeah. about oh, yeah. here, right, Jeff? Oh yeah. Um, and um, and that comes from wisdom. That comes from the discernment of the Lord um, that He can give us to see see things the way that He sees things, and to navigate through life properly. Amen. That's right. Thank you for that, Jackson. That was really insightful, and. Mm -hmm. um, that was really edifying for me to listen to. Well, we're going to cover a few things and, and uh, acknowledge our 
radio stations. I'm going to put on some music here. Let's see. Good Ken Salty's in the background, Jackson, our good friend. Awesome. Well, you're listening to Praise You, Lord, the underground independent Catholic Christian radio broadcast brought to you once a week by the grace of God and by the power of your prayer. Thank you for your prayer. Please continue to pray for us. We currently are not asking for any donations and haven't for five years. That's under, the we believe, the direction of the Holy Spirit. Could that change? Sure, that could change. God could change his mind, and hopefully we're listening to that prompting. But for now, we really feel like doing this one-hour broadcast every week uh, and uh, giving our time, talent, and treasure to God and to you, listeners. So if you could pray for us, we would... We would, we would really appreciate that. Thank you so much for those who are praying. I know you're out there, and, and, and we feel your prayer. Mm-hmm. We'd like to thank all of the radio stations who, uh, who, who broadcast us, 98.3 FM, the Catholic Voice of the Palm Beaches, where we got our start. They're doing a fundraiser. That's WPBVradio.com, WPBVradio.com. Donate there if God prompts your heart. 100.1 FM, the Treasure Coast of Florida. And uh, that's Prince of Peace, Catholic Radio. Also, accepting donations and need your help. Check out their website, Catholic Radio Network. That's where the other 18 radio stations are broadcasting us in the middle of the country. I think they, they are spearheaded in Kansas City, Missouri. And they broadcast all the way around Missouri and Colorado and Kansas. So we are so grateful for all of you listeners out there. If you're listening in Texas, I think that's possible. We are getting reports of that. God bless you out there. And if you're interested in rebroadcasting us, get in touch with us. We'd be happy to set you up with this program. And uh, it would tickle us to hear it played wherever it is you feel like it can help if it can help you you just reach out to us all right well podcast listeners you guys are new we've had you now for about one year and we are grateful for your listenership a lot of you are in the united states in all kinds of different states some states more than others of course and there are also other content all the other continents basically are listening in so thank you for your listenership out there please pray for us and that's basically it. That's all of the different people out there listening. So I'm going to uh, speak about... I had that DJ program so far from my... My arm's not long enough to reach there and uh, <laughs> speak in the microphone at the same time. I have a keyboard between me and this this setup, which is an interesting thing. But... Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so we were, we're, we've been praying about putting uh, some of my personal ministry outside of Praise You, Lord, up on the uh, podcast, so it wouldn't be a Praise You, Lord program per se. I think I'm going to just name it Jeffrey Zagaria at Sunrise Bible Mission in the date, or Jeffrey Zagaria at, you know, uh, St. Joseph's Church in Missouri, wherever. You know, wherever I, I, I am called to go, you know, to go and I, I do feel called. And I started doing, as I spoke about last broadcast, started doing Sunrise Bible Mission um, classes again, this time online. We did it for the first time this past week. Uh, 
the technology worked out. It was a little challenging, so I didn't record it the first time. And I sliced open three of my fingers before it. And fortunately, it wasn't too deep, but it was pretty bloody. And it was, I was bleeding all over the, uh, the store that I was at. They, they didn't have a bottom of the box of the refrigerator I was lifting, uh, the, the half refrigerator I was lifting and trying to put on a cart. And you know there was sheet metal under there and opened up my hand. So I couldn't play instrument this week. My hand feels better, praise the Lord. So next week, uh, we'll probably have some live praise and worship through this broadcast. And I'm going to, uh, if it comes out okay, the recording, we're going to put the it up on our podcast. Radio listeners, you won't have access to that unless you go to Praise You, Lord, on your podcast platforms. And so that would be podbean.com. You can go there. iTunes. You can go to Google Play, uh, Spotify, and I think there's, I certainly think there are others, but I'm not sure what they are. And so uh, check that out. You can go on, if you don't know what a podcast is, go into a search engine on your computer and look up how to listen to a podcast, and it will give you very easy directions on how to get a podcast uh, platform on your phone or on your tablet. <clears throat> or on your computer, excuse me, and uh, you can then type in praise you, Lord, three words into any of them, and you'll find us there. And you can listen back to any of our broadcasts that we have there. We have a very vast number of our archived broadcasts, and, and new material will be placed there by the grace of God. When, let me see, do I have time to speak about this? Yeah, um, Jackson, I got to yeah. tell you. So Jackson knows the, the mission. <laughs> Sunrise Bible Mission is is very close to my heart. Twenty years I've been uh, serving there and sharing my testimony and leading people in praise, praying over people as well, other types of things. And that's a, that's a, a part of ministry I haven't done a lot of in the recent past, and I do feel like it was an interesting thing to be doing it and being on their big television instead of being there in person was really different, right? But I'm looking at this 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 room that I'm used to being in, and Sunrise Bible Mission is a place where people who have, a lot of the people that go there have alcohol or drug addictions, but that's not necessarily the case. Several, many are court-ordered, so it's not too far out of prison, but there's no bars, and uh, meaning there's no there's no chains or bar. It's, it's a voluntary place, and people go there for at least eight months. Imagine, eight months to try the Lord as a solution to their problems. So people from all kinds of backgrounds go there. There's a lot of people, tends to be from like Camden, New Jersey area. That's a very inner city. But then you have people from Tennessee, which is a lot of it is rural. Um, You get people from Oklahoma. And there are these missions, and maybe we'll speak more about that in the future, but there are missions about, I think about 20, they keep growing throughout the country. And there's one in Fort Lauderdale where I've been serving now. So um, it's a different population. It's a different group of people than speaking to a radio broadcast in Kansas and Missouri and Denver and South Florida and the Treasure Coast and and now the podcast listeners. And I was Mm -hmm. reminded, you know, because I've I've done a lot of speaking, I've led prayer groups in several Catholic churches in in South Florida, as you know, Jackson, right? Mm -hmm. And so what I remember is if I was going to St. John's Catholic Church in Boca, for example, and giving us giving a talk, 
um, if I remember going from Sunrise Bible Mission and then going to the one in Boca and realizing, boy, I have to change the way I communicate with these people. You know, there's like elderly people, people just finished, you know, like quietly praying their rosaries. And just before that, I'm speaking to people who, you know, just, you know, got out of like 10 years of prison because they were went to this program to try to clean their life up potentially, right? Mm-hmm. So um, they may have lived under a bridge or they may be involved in, you know, you know, some type of crime that is uh, white collar crime. I, it, it could be a zillion reasons why a person is at the mission, and a person doesn't have to be involved in crime. By the way, it could be just someone that just. I there were people that were like saints I've met there that just wanted to go there and spend eight months in in the Bible, and it was amazing. Really, I, I was like, boy, I'd like to do that. It's a wonderful yeah. place. I love it there. We've seen so many great miracles there. So. As I was doing this broadcast and doing it through the same technology I'm doing this program on with you, Jackson, and, and with you, listener, I realized, wow, I mean, I'm speaking so differently to this population. Imagine like Johnny Cash at Folsom Prison, you know? Mm. You know, it's, it's a different gig, man, than when you're inside a church, then, you know, it's just a different... Or if you go to a... You know, like I, I've, I've gone to... I've been all over the place, right, in different types of populations. I've been to Africa... I've been to the South, I've been, and everyone has different cultures. So you, like Paul says, you try to, I forget how he phrases it, but basically we, you know, we need to speak to people in a way they understand us. Yeah. They can receive the message. So I think when, when I post this up, I think some people would like to hear the praise and worship. When they hear me speak, they're going to be like, is this the same guy? I mean, I'm saying the same things, but I say it in a different way because I know different styles of language. I know street language. I know language on, on the docks. I've worked a lot of manual labor jobs around a lot of tough people. And, uh, and I've been a musician in Boston. And, I mean, you're dealing with all kinds of weird things at night in those clubs, especially back 30 years ago when I was involved, right? So, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on. So, I, I, understand, the, the, I understand the culture. Oh, there's the, there's the bumper music. Jackson, we got to go, man. that's it that's it that's it listen brother love you so much thanks for the insightful comments today thanks it was such a pleasure yes i'm looking forward to seeing you next week jackson always thank you brother thank you god bless you and your families folks out there please continue to pray for us and and god bless you and your families and most of all praise you lord to pray